evening, everybody. And she always sounds a little bit more excited than me. You know, but that's cool. I am Kia McLean and... I'm Marcus. I'm going to seven. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, we were, we were reintroduced. You're doing better than me tonight. Yeah, we were reintroduced ourselves. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. We'll okay. give people a few minutes. You know how Jay-Z said? Because we're going to have to cut this anyway. Yeah. Look, edit, look, edit, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Oh, I'm wholesome. I don't, do, I don't deal in that type of music. Cut it, cut it. I don't know what you're talking about. Cut it, cut it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna give people a few more minutes to come on in mm -hmm. for the seven o'clock. Star Live. We talking sex versus intimacy. I like sex. Who doesn't? I guess none, huh? <laughs> we don't know what's going on in other work, in those things. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. I get none. We don't have no idea, do we? Mm. But cut it. See, that's what I can't stand. Sometimes you got a you, you love dancing and singing and whatnot. And you know I ain't got no rhythm, but you can put, None. It, but you can put it in my face. None. That is, that is always disrespectful. You know that, right? Because I love you, baby. Because I love you, baby. Disrespecting me by dancing because I can't. No, I can't do that. No, I ain't got no. This man ain't got no damn rhythm, y'all. No, rhythm. No damn rhythm. That wasn't part of the black DNA book. Shit. Hey y'all! Hey Sissy! All right, it's seven o'clock. Tonight's Wednesday Night Live. Tell them the title, baby. What up, y'all? We talking about sex versus intimacy. How important is sex versus intimacy? So I'm Mark. Let's see. I'm Marcus. This is Kia McLean. And today I'm gonna let Babe lead this off for us, cause intimacy. I'm weak. I'm gonna come from my weaker area, so we're gonna. Get some clarification on it. Okay. So, so what first thing I did, babe, you know me, me and Google. I know you and Google. Yeah, Google boy. You out there be getting definitions and things. Yeah, I gotta figure out, man, because you the worst, you the worst, lady. I, I know if my words are messed up, you're gonna catch me on them. So it's an intimacy. Close familiarity or friendship. Closeness. Alright. So pick it up if you can't see that. That was it. <laughs> Looked like you were struggling a little bit. I, I, your glasses I, it was, I wasn't struggling to see. I was struggling to speak. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you, know, you know how big my tongue is? Shit, that gets, gets in the words in the way. Look, I know that's Janelle trying to request to get on her. No, you can't come on. Hell to the no, no, no. Mm. So, but yeah. It also, it can see a private or cozy atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And also, it's a euphorism. Euphorism. It could be you. A lot of times they use it in place of sex, and that sometimes th causes things to be confused. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to get clarification on intimacy versus sex because it's often confused, or I sometimes misunderstand it mm -hmm. and how important is one from the other because 
I'm just need, I'm just lost sometimes. And I, I understand intimacy and I understand it's required. Mm -hmm. And I give it, but I don't fully understand it. You know? So this is where I'm coming to you at. So explain to me what intimacy means. Because men think if they touch you or you touch them, that means, oh, it's time for sex. Yeah, yeah. Because, so, listening. You can't ask me a question and then try to start talking. Yeah, you're right. So I say I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. I, I fixed it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, bottom line is, every time you're touched or every time you touch me does not mean let's have sex. Okay, there are moments and there are times, and I think men don't always consider the fact that you need to, you have to set it up. You have to set it up. And then you also have to just have those moments where you understand your partner's love language, right? So just because I do this to you, doesn't mean, oh baby, we finna have sex. That just means I'm just touching you. We're sitting on the couch. We're watching TV. We're chilling. That don't mean, okay, oh, that means we finna have sex. We gearing up to have sex. It's a moment to have intimacy. It's a moment. Yeah, it's a love tap, sissy. It's a love tap. This a love tap. No, but honestly... Men will go straight to, well, I'm getting ready to have sex because she's touched me. Or even if I give you a kiss, you know, because I give you a kiss doesn't mean, oh, we're getting ready to have sex. It's a moment where I can show you love and I can be intimate towards you without it being sex. I don't care what time of day it is. I don't care where we are. It doesn't, to, for me, it doesn't go straight to sex. Now, I'm on, we're only speaking about ourselves. I can't speak for all women. I can't speak for all couples. I'm just speaking as it relates to me. And people can chime in and they can talk about what it means, what intimacy means for them. But intimacy is having a close moment with your partner. It, it means connecting with your partner. It means... Um, understanding what your partner may need in a moment. So, for instance, so I had a I had a long day at work today, right? Okay. So, because you know that, you might say, "Well, here, babe, let me kind of just rub your shoulders a little bit." But for me, it doesn't mean, "Oh, we've been have sex." For me, I'm like, "Oh, he listened to what I said. I had a rough day." He's just going to rub my shoulders down to relax me a little bit. That's a form of intimacy. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it, it, it clarifies it to a good extent. Okay. To but a good extent. To a good extent. But I got work to do on that answer. Yeah, a little bit for okay. me. Okay. Because of my mind, okay, let's say we take it from the living room where, hey, maybe you had a, you no. Know, well, so let's, say, let's reverse it. Bam. I had a rough day. Mm -hmm. And you come rubbing me. Mm -hmm. Well, a guy, especially me, you know, sometimes, you ever, you ever heard of like a degree deodorant? Your body heat activated. So you rub this, 
I'm going like this, and it's, it could be intentional, but it's, maybe not. But it's like now I'm ready for action, and now I'm ready, I can really stress that way as well. So basically, anytime I touch you, you think it's supposed to be about sex? Is that what you're saying? Not at one point in time, yes. Um, so I'm only supposed to touch you when we gonna have sex, like. I'm learning something new. We've been well, together almost a year and a half. Well, what I'm telling, what, really, what I'm telling you is, when you touch me, my body can, well, a lot of times, naturally react with an erection, and I'm, it may not be wanting to sex that, but I can. Oh yeah, do that if I touch your nose. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, so I'm gonna stop touching you. I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes the direction happens and you're like, oh. So, and now, now my body, now my, sometimes that my, my, my whole mood shifts like, yay. And, but not, but I'm also knowing that I've been knowing you long enough that, yeah, it's, it's, it's like intimacy. It's like when we, we may lay down and we, we just you know doing some kind of intimate motion. Because we had this discussion before. Mm-hmm. But you notice, I still get erection. But I know it's not what it's for at that time. Mm -hmm. And so this is where a lot of times sex can get confused with it because my sexual organs have been activated. And that, 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 can, that, can, throw, that, can, that can throw people off. But you still know the difference between intimacy and sex, though. But Just because you get confused, I think... So I hear what you're saying. Okay. You, you get confused by it, but you still understand... That okay, this is a moment of intimacy versus this is a moment that's going to lead to sex. Say so one more right? time. One more time. You understand the difference between this is intimacy and this is intimacy that's going to lead to sex. That I believe you know the difference between. Not all the time. Why not? Because I may be trying to do some intimate to lead to sex. And I may not, or you may do something, you may want something sexual, and I may not want to, I can't get confused, and I don't want to cross that line to tarnish that moment where you just need an intimacy. So sometimes I will just pull back until I see, until I see a clear and definite sign it's about to go down. And so that, so that could lead to confusion. So... I have to pull back because if I get confused, it could lead to a whole different conversation, a whole different scenario. Mm -hmm. And and you know me, I rather like, I rather avoid it. Just starting, so I can, okay, I can just chill, you just chill out, and we'll see if get a sign. Unfortunately, if I wait too long, I may go to sleep. <laughs> Janelle said you can't fix that, Marcus. I ain't trying to fix but what part? Hmm. I always want to fix everything. Yeah. Well, depending on what she's talking about. Yeah. So we don't know what we don't know what she's talking about on that. Yeah, you're right. Precisely. So, but that's so that's what I'm getting. So we gave it you know you gave me an example of intimacy in a general concept. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about in the bedroom. But this is where sometimes our intimacy is really focused at. A lot of times it's in the bedroom and where it gets blurred at. Mm -hmm. 
So, so give me an example how intimate will be intimate without wanting the sex part. How would how could I determine that? Oh, Janelle said when she touch you, you think bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Jay. I mean, it, it may come a time when I, in my life where she touched me and and I can't bang bang. <laughs> Someone doing bang bang now. Shoot. <laughs> bang bang bang. <man>, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> she's a monkey. I would have brought me on. I could have told y'all. Uh, hell to the no, no, no. We posting this on YouTube. We got the band, Jay. Okay, so. The question is name a moment or give you an example of a time. Of intimacy, mm -hmm. where right. it's not leading to sex. Yes. Okay. So, do you remember when we were traveling mm -hmm. and we were on the plane? Mm -hmm. Okay. And on the plane, what did I do? On the plane, grab my arm and sleep on it. That is not what I did on the plane. Yeah. On the way there. I held your hand a few times. I laid on you. I rubbed your arm. Yeah. Okay. So, no, that ain't that ain't what you just said though. What did I say? I grabbed your arm and went to sleep. That's not what happened. Oh. So there are different moments where I laid on you. There are moments where I rubbed your arm. Mm -hmm. Moments where I held your hand. Um, I rubbed your head. I rubbed you know your shoulders. Those are moments of just connecting, which is intimacy. That wasn't leading to sex. We're on an airplane. Okay? We're on an airplane. I'm just I'm just connecting with you. I'm just, you know, that's it. So let me ask you this. If that's that's a form of intimacy without sex. And I get that. What is the difference? In the, so this is where I'm just ignorant. So where does that fall between intimacy and just plain affection? Is there is there a difference, or is there? It's un, so affection is under the umbrella of intimacy. So you have different things that fall under the umbrella, right? So when I say under the umbrella, okay. there's there's intimacy here, and under intimacy is affection. There's connection. There's um, development. So there's the, this development of how we're connecting and how we're coming together. So under the umbrella of intimacy is all these other layers that um, equal and add up to intimacy. Okay. And what Janelle just said is so true. That just means I'm here, babe. We good. Like everything doesn't equate to sex. It's and this is why I've always said that some men are, I'm not going to say all, but some men are wired differently because everything means sex for them. And I think a part of that has to do with them not learning about it or having an understanding of how you build connections with the woman that you're with. Men are taught that you need to just get sex. 
they're not taught a lot of men. I'm not going to say all men, but a lot of men aren't taught, you know, have intimate moments with your woman, um, connect with your woman on a different level, have conversations with her that create that intimacy, that create that connection, that create those bonds because a woman is when she's having sex, it's and her excitement is going to come from all those moments of connection during the intimate moments. You understand what I'm saying? I hear you. So a woman is an emotional being. We're emotional. A lot of us are. So if I can connect with you and you, you know, you're my friend and we can have discussions and talk and laugh and, and joke and, and then I can, I can touch you and you can touch me and, you know, we are understanding each other's love languages and the, that's the connecting. That's the building. And as we build on those things, that helps with the sex. Okay. You know, and and me, natural, I'm naturally a, a touchy-feely person with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to have developed that into my love language. It wasn't intentionally changed. It just how it developed, especially with you. But your touchy-feely is, oh, I'm touchy-feeling to have sex. And it's not, there's nothing else to go with that. And you have to, you have to do something more than that. Like, okay, remember, because we, we don't do this anymore. We used to have the 4 a.m. talks, mm -hmm. right? That, those were moments of intimacy for me. Those were moments where we were building on our connection. You can't just touch me and I'm just going to be like, oh, I want to have sex. And that, that doesn't create excitement for me. I have to be stimulated. Yeah, me see, I'm preaching to him because he he asking questions. He he and we're we're both learning still. Mm -hmm. We've been together almost a year and a half, but we still got a whole bunch of learning to do. Yeah, right. So it's for you in your mind, you think I'm gonna show her. I'm ready to go there. So you like, I'm gonna touch her, I'm gonna rub her, I'm gonna do this. So, you think for me, that translates to sex. So, when we were having our 4 a.m. talks, and we were we were up at 4 a.m. doing this a lot, Janelle. Like, we would get up, and we would just talk. It, I mean, we would just talk. We would just talk about different things. Whether it was about our feelings, whether it was about... We would even talk about our past Moments of our childhood, desires we had, dreams we had, things we really wanted to do, things that were important to us, people who were important to us, places we wanted to go. We talked about so many different things. And for me, that's how you build. That's how you connect. That's how you create those intimate moments. And I am a person that is... Um, what a lot of people might say, I can be analytical. Um, and communication is big for me. So, like, even with friends, a lot of my close friends are my close friends because we can talk about deep things together. We can we can go... We Even with friendship, you can have intimacy, right? And it's like us having thoughtful conversations, us having 
meaningful conversations. I'm really not a small talk person. I can do that. Um, it bores me, to be honest. But we can do that. I mean, it's just very surface level for me. I'm a very deep thinker. I'm a deep person. I'm a deep communicator. So I can't connect with people who don't want to sit and, and converse and have those moments of connection because that's what I need. So as I'm listening to you and I'm reflecting, mm -hmm. so I do, and I know I do intimate things. It just, I need, I think I know I need to be reminded and refreshed because when you talk about the 4 a.m., do you remember how we started the 4 a.m.s? Mm -mm. This is why I got to be transparent into our business. Because at 4 a.m., I'll be trying to get me some. Mm -hmm. And it was like, no, baby. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. Then we just start talking. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be up and, and you, because I'll move, you move. Mm -hmm. And you wake up and we'll start talking. And we start talking instead of just having sex, mm -hmm. and that's how the four a.m. And that's how that we start. And one day, was, yeah, that's true. It was I so, about it was so that first day was so funny, and we had we enjoyed our conversation. And we start laughing and laughing. Yeah, four a.m. Mm -hmm. Four a.m. It may not be exactly four a.m., but around fourish. Yeah, somewhere between four and five. It was like four four thirty. Yeah, and that's how, and that's how the four a.m. conversation start. Now you can't, I can't get you at four a.m. without you. Yeah. My clock has changed because I don't get up at 4 a.m. anymore. Yeah, so I've, I've been known to get up at 4 a.m. Now it's like after five. And you know, and I and I'm still reflecting on. So yeah, I may get aroused when I do intimate things to you, but I I think I also have changed where I'm not pursuing the sex because mm -hmm. you know, like. Couple of things we do. That I believe, now I'm looking back, is, which is I think is listening to your explanation is intimate. You know, what we do every Sunday night, mm -hmm. we sit there and watch our TV show, mm -hmm. and I agree. We lay like, on the couch, we lay in the bed. You oil my scalp. Oil your scalp. You like, mm -hmm. like it's like one of your favorite things for me. Oil your scalp. Mm -hmm. Or that's the most intimate thing you can do to me. Or I rub your back with baby oil. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want. I want you to drive back. <laughs> you ensure that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want no elephant back. <laughs> so things like that, you know, um, you know, and not because I'm, I'm one, I'm naturally feeling for mm -hmm. you towards you. You know, okay. You're man, naturally physical. Yeah, towards me. Yeah, uh, physical feeling. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I like your words better. So let me ask you this: Will this be an example of, of an intimate? When you walk past and I grab your ass or just kind of slap tattoo on your ass, mm -hmm. would that be considered intimate? Yep. No. Is it considered intimate when I do? No. <laughs> feel like, it feel like spousal abuse when you do it. <laughs> Shit, like you be trying to like you be trying to take all my soul when you grab my ass. Like the fuck? You know I ain't got no ass. So you just I ain't got no ass. You just no. You just trying to grab my spine, goddamn. Zero ass. I'd be like this. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? It ain't appear overnight, down. I'd be trying to find the, the uh, meaty part of the ass. It ain't. Okay. All I right. mean, I'm just saying. We digress. <laughs> she does some. 
Janelle say we have those intimate moments, those type <laughs> intimate moments. I'm still getting trying to grab my ass, you know I ain't there. I'll poke it out next time. It's good to have those intimate moments, sissy. Like, it is healthy. Um, I mean, what's interesting is we did this for months and months. <laughs> These four, 4.30 a.m. moments where we would just be up talking and laughing. And, and I miss them. And I think that's kind of where we really learned a lot of things about each other in mm -hmm. those moments. I mean, because we would go on for a while. Yeah, we would like, just suck them up. We would do this for, I mean, it would go on for a long time. We're not talking about we did this at 4 a.m. and 4.30 for 10 minutes. Like, this went on for hours. And it was a true connector for us. Uh, I'm not recommending you do it at 4 a.m. Do it at whatever time works for you. But it is a truly great connector. We're laying in the bed where, you know, I'm laying on his chest or we're facing each other and we're just talking. We're just Really, really talking. And, you know, I I really think that those moments led to us connecting even more. Because I, I had to explain to you, you know, like, as you reminded me, that, you know, it doesn't have to be every time we wake up at 4 a.m. that that means sex. Like, let's just have a moment of intimacy. Like, let's just have a moment of connecting. Let's just have a moment where, I mean, because for me, it's like, I don't want a relationship that's just about sex. Okay. Like, when do we, when do we connect? And it, it shouldn't have to be because we're in the bed, that means sex. It, sh it doesn't have to mean because we going to bed, that means sex. Or we're waking up, that means sex. But in your mind, you was like, we want to bed, sex. We waking up, sex. So get sleep, no, sex. Go sleep, wake up, then sex. We can't get sleep in. <laughs> but, um, you know, the great thing about this topic, because it's a subtle, it's a reminder. You know, we, we, we went through this before. And we was talking about, you know, sometimes we fall into complacency. And this is and this is a method I'm looking at to get out that rut or the complacency, mm -hmm. and we need we need to refresh. And there's been times you had to remind me, and I'll feel bad. I know you don't be mean to make me feel bad, but I'm like fuck. And how you know I'll be mean to make you feel bad? Because I thought you I thought you was better than that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm I am better than I'm that. I'm giving you a bit for the damn day. I am better than that, baby. Yeah. I'm better than that, baby. Mm, okay. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying, because. But now, let's go back. Let's, let's, let's flip a little bit. Mm hmm. Um, let's flip it. A lot of, sometimes I think, as men, we may do. We get it confused, but sometimes we do. Do we require intimacy, or do or do we no or do we even know we require intimacy? So that's a good question to you. It so is. as I as I've explained to you what intimacy means for me, right? Not mm -hmm. for all women, but for me. And then you you saw Janelle kind of talk about it a little bit. Like, what does intimacy mean for you? And do you feel like you need intimacy? You know, so. 
Maybe I, me personally, I think I didn't use intimacy that word in the proper context. Mm. So maybe I was more for the affection part of the umbrella of intimacy. So let's go back to where we were on the plane. Mm-hmm. When you were touching me, like you do that, that form of affection showed me that I'm yours. No, I'm here. This is this is my this is my partner. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. Or even like me, what do, sometimes when we're driving somewhere, mm-hmm. what do I do? Touch me. Touch me. I always touch. I just grab you. You touch on your leg mm-hmm. for no reason. I rub your leg for a couple of seconds. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, that's that's and then that's just something I think I require. I just want to touch you, but I didn't think of it as an intimacy. I just thought it was a form of affection, and. A way of me showing you, because I'm not sure always a verbal person, is my way of showing you my affection and all my feelings towards you in a non-verbal way, communicating towards you. But what do you require in terms of intimacy for yourself? Because let's, let's get back to the question. Okay, yeah, you, kind of, you kind of got off a little I bit. I did. So let's get back to the question for you. The question for you is, what do you need in, in a form of intimacy in this relationship, because it's easy for I can I can quickly and easily tell you what I need, which I just did in the last twenty five minutes. This is what I need in, in terms of intimacy from you, and this is what intimacy means to me. What you just said that your definition or your understanding of intimacy was different mm-hmm. before. So as you as you come to understand intimacy a little bit differently now, what does intimacy mean for you? And what can I do to maintain intimacy for you as you need it? Because I know what I need, and I verbalize that to you. Yeah, you're not always as good at verbalizing. So, so I would think my intimacy would translate a little bit different. Well, listen, let me go back. My the the commonalities. So, I need some kind of. Touch, I would think, you know, not necessarily the bed, but just some kind of quick touch or something to show that I'm all in. That's one. Maybe like how I would touch you, and, and what you do, you you like, like on the plane, you 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 hold my arm, hold my arm, put your head. That showed that okay, that to me that for me to see was good. Mm-hmm. Um, another way I could think of it uh, as being a guy. It may not necessarily be touch, but action. You're, men are big on female respect from their partner. Mm-hmm. And you showing that respect to me is a form of intimacy. To me, it would be a form of intimacy. Show me that, all right, I, if I say this or this and that, okay. I'm I'm a rock with you. I'm a, this is what you said or okay, you made a decision something like that. So oh, that's intimacy. To that's me, interesting. To me, it would be because it's showing that I'm going with you because I love you and I give you a certain position in my life. So I can I can interpret that as intimacy. Mm-hmm. And that right there shows me that that's my that's my baby. I'm smiling, you know. Even the, just doing little little acts showed to me. 
I can interpret intimacy. This is I'm gonna speak for me. Yeah, yeah. Because that's showing that's showing the especially I hate to say, especially in today's environment or where nah that nigga he ain't no wrong with him, he can do it himself. He can go do that. He he know. He ain't handicapped. But those little acts of I don't call it servitude, but those little acts of kindness works to to to, to reinforcement that okay. Now I feel that. So the respect is for you intimacy. It is. You know. See, I'm I'm glad we're having this discussion. Yeah, I mean, like, I that's interesting to know. Yeah, it's interesting to know. Yeah. Okay, and so then when you talk about like the servitude part, because when when you went to go visit your family, right? Mm-hmm. And your mom said, "Oh, she nice. She make your plate." The funny part was my niece said, I made a dude plate one time. That's just because he's around his family. But <laughs> other than that, no. <laughs> so no, but to be honest though, babe, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with me because I never I wouldn't have classified that as intimacy. So I'm glad that we have that that breakdown or whatever. Okay. So Dave said, um, I like to work up to the sex part sometimes. And Karen said, that's good. I think she was talking about some things that you were saying. Janelle said, damn. I know what she's saying, damn, too. I was <laughs> saying, that was nice. I made you a plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But, that was funny as hell. But it, but it kind of go, but just go off the topic a little bit. Mm -hmm. Remember I was telling you, you, you ain't got to do that for me. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that. For I can get it myself. I do that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes to that. Where this is how I just was. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was like, you got, I, I can do my own. Because I was always, I had like most of the time I did myself. That's true. When we got together, you didn't want me to do anything for you. Yeah. yeah. So you now you see how that developed. Mm -hmm. Some of the aspects I developed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Um, Thanks, Karen, for clarifying that. I thought that's what you were saying, but I wanted to be sure. So it's funny, though, because when even, even your thought of intimacy mm -hmm. prior to us getting together and as our relationship has evolved, I think even your understanding or your desire for intimacy changed. Even though you didn't know exactly what it was before, maybe you had a misunderstanding of intimacy mm -hmm. before. I think now you are more connected to intimacy as it relates to our relationship. And like, okay, well, these things feel like intimacy for me. Yeah, because... Is that right? Do yeah. Do you understand that right? Uh, you're right. Um, another thing that I could also say, I could confuse... I would get intimacy confused with foreplay. Hmm. Which I think we kind of talked about a little bit earlier yeah, because, about that. Because think about it. If, I, if I'm thinking, if my mind is going towards sex and me doing these actions, these intimate actions help you get to that moment or may lead to that moment, mm -hmm. now, it's, it's, now it's no longer intimacy. It's actually, it's, I'm, my mind is put in the realm of foreplay. Yeah. Because now I'm, I'm trying to get you in a certain state. Mm -hmm. Or a certain mood, or a certain frame, or a certain. Well, that's why I said position. earlier. Like I think for you, everything was about sex, mm -hmm. right? Like Janelle just said, he thought intimacy was bang, bang, bang. Like that's 
what you thought. It was like, okay, if, if there's a touch, that means sex. Um, and I ain't even about to go into the, my therapeutical thoughts, my therapeutic thoughts about that. I ain't even going there. <laughs> I ain't going there about my therapeutic thoughts. Like, because I feel like if you always think a touch means sex, that there's something underlying that's, that's there. Because yeah, a she's... touch, a touch doesn't always mean sex. And if your mind is always going to touch from sex, and I'm only saying this because I've been through therapy, <laughs> that I think that there are some underlying things because you said every single time I touch you, I no matter on. where I touch you, mm -hmm. you are aroused, right? And of course, I'm supposed to excite you. I'm your woman. Damn right. <laughs> However, if we're in moments of, you know what? Let's just let's just sit here and let's talk. Let's just relax together. Let's like our Sunday, our mm -hmm. Sunday evening moments together, right? Mm -hmm. Where you on my scalp and I'm laying on you and you're rubbing my back. I think that had to come over time that you understood this don't mean sex. <laughs> this is just an intimate moment. And if it leads to sex, okay. But your mind was going straight to, oh, this means sex. Yeah. At one point in time it did, but I ain't not going to lie. I still get aroused on touching your scalp. You know, I know, babe. Yeah, I can, I can make the correlation real easy. <laughs> but people, it's, it's a PG show now. But I know, I know this is not what I, I have developed to the point. This is not what it's about. Mm -hmm. And two, I want to watch my show. But it's also that's I think that's why it's good that we have such good communication. Um, at least on my end. Mm -hmm. I, I probably to a lot of people over communicate because I I'm gonna talk if I don't do anything else. And Karen says it can be different for different people, of course. But men process differently than women, of course. That's what I said earlier. Like this is not a blanket statement across the board. It's definitely case by case, and we're only talking about us and and I'm only talking about my experiences. So everybody's experiences, of course, are different. Um, men definitely. Oftentimes think differently. I'm not going to say all men because I there's no I don't do that across the board. All this, all that. But men, some men are different, and some men are some men are this way, and some men are that way. Some women are this way, some women are that way. But it's open dialogue for us to discuss. You know, what is your interpretation of sex versus intimacy? How do you connect with your partner as it relates to that? Do you have those um, conversations? Um, because I had to communicate to him, right? Mm -hmm. I had to tell him like, babe, this is not a moment of sex for me. This is a moment of intimacy. And he had to learn that over time. I, um, had, to, I had to accept it. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, he didn't, he didn't feel like that. <laughs> and Dave says, I got 40 years in, I still get aroused by my wife's touch, but that doesn't mean we're going in. Yeah. Um, and Dave, let me ask you, did that come through conversation or did that come through just learning your partner? Like, where did that understanding come from? And Karen says, I do too. I definitely communicate possibly too much. Look, I know for me, I, 
I would probably consider myself an over-communicator. I'd rather be that than have some skewed lines or confusion, though. You know, and... You think I'm an over-communicator? Definitely. You can tell the truth. I am. Definitely you're an over-communicator. I'm an under-communicator a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes over-communication would irritate me, but when I go back and think about it, it, it needed to be done most of the time. Need, need to be like okay, it's, it's it's really important that she said it that way, or she put the extra details in, because I could have easily got something confused or misunderstood, or this or and how it really should be understood. Yeah. And because I'm so used to communicating, sometimes I I'm so used to communicating my way, and you're so used to communicating your way. Mm-hmm. I have to now pick up. I, well, I actually still have to do it. Now I have, I have increased it, increased my communication level verbally a little bit more. Yeah, every, you have. I every no. I still got ways to go just for us to be in that proper sequence. Mm hmm. But it's, it's not the gap is is closed. Yeah. And so you're actually a over communicator because I'm an under communicator, and if both of us are under communicators, the gap would be this big. Yeah, and we wouldn't. You know, be able to connect. And the, the first thing, and the first time, like, oh, she, I wish she had said something. She should have said something. That'd be the first thing on my mouth. Mm -hmm. Why you didn't say this? That's why I say that to you sometimes. Like, you need to tell me in the moment. Like, if something bothers you. Okay, so let's get back to the comments here. So, Karen says, yes, I agree. I think too much as well. I don't, I used to think a whole lot, like, way too much. Like, why are you thinking that much, kid? <laughs> So I get it, Karen. I get it. Keldrick said, it's communication and learning your partner growth in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we were having a lot of those 4 a.m. conversations. Like, yeah. that was us being able to connect and understand each other. And, and if you think back about a month ago, I, I said to the baby, I, we ain't had a, I missed mm -hmm. it. I you did say, say that. You know, because it was actually kind of fun. It was. It was fun, you know. It was it, really fun. And we get up and make some. Somebody gonna make some breakfast at it by that time when we finish. <laughs> yep. And so Dave said conversation and learning your partner's body language. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Big body thing language. like the body language. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. You know, and even I know, like, so as I'm learning your intimacy, I guess I don't know if intimacy language is a real thing, but it is tonight. Yeah. Your intimacy language. You know. There are certain things that you have to, or you need me to do, even just laying in the bed, mm -hmm. when you need that certain moment. Mm -hmm. You know, we ain't gonna go too deep, but there's certain positions that I have to be in. Mm -hmm. Or, or remember when we first started dating? Um, well, not when we first started dating, but when we first started sleeping over with each other, and I would be like, "Why are you hopping up out the bed so quick?" Yeah. Um. And it would be like, because I just need just a little bit of moment in the bed. You know, like, I'm waking up. Let's just have a moment to just lay here. That's an intimate, connecting moment for me. Yeah, and you just was like, oh, it's just time to get up. <laughs> now I can't get my ass out of the bed. <laughs> Shit. I started something up. Yeah, now it got me all My bad, baby. Yeah. That's all right. I'll accept it. But yeah, that's, that is what it is. It's just... The body language, and 
You, you even know some things I, I want you to do at nighttime or when you're laying down or eat or even when we're in the couch. I may put, you know, when I start positioning you, you're, you already know what I want. Mm -hmm. Because this is over time, you know my body language. I already know, and I know a lot of yours. I know everything. Heck no. Am I still learning? Hell yes. But there's a certain level of understanding that we have. We, and we still have more. I think that I can look at you and you'll know like, oh, okay, you want me to do this. Or you want me to come closer. Now you damn good at that part. Yeah, because you'll be sitting in the chair and I'll be on the love seat and I'll just kind of look at you a certain way and you you just get up and come over on the love seat. Let's address Eric's comment. Okay. Read it because I'm about to stutter. I'm still learning to communicate better and not thinking I know what's on her mind. Okay, so I'm glad so we we have a man outside of Dave that's commenting because Dave is has been in the group before, and this is probably the first time I think I've seen Eric comment and alive with us. So thanks, Eric, for coming on and being transparent and vulnerable in that moment to say that. We appreciate it. I'm still learning to communicate better. You just said that earlier. Yeah, I mean... And not thinking... Go ahead. He knows what's on her mind. And th this is where... I don't... This is where, it's like I said, where I'm an under-communicator. And... Sometimes whenever you're an under-communicator, I assume too much. And when I assume, I fuck up. If I learn to communicate, I ain't going to say I'm going to over-communicate. If I learn to communicate more verbally and get more details, mm -hmm. it'll, less, it'll lead to less screwing up. So this is where one of my challenges. It's always been a challenge. I didn't even think about that one. How you assume? Oh, he assumes so much. Right, you assume how you feeling. Yeah, you know, or I, there's a lot of things I know. He assumes so much. He'd be like, "Are you angry with me? Are yeah. you mad at me?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, he's like, "But you're quiet." I'm like, "I'm just chilling." <laughs> because you know, with you being so over over communicating, I don't know how you say, but when you you talk a, a certain amount, and basically just say I talk a lot. Go ahead. You say mine gonna hit you. Yeah. <laughs> so when you talk a lot, when you talk a lot, and you get quiet, it's a it's a, it's a concern because it breaks that it breaks a cycle or a norm. Mm -hmm. So now I have to establish what the new cycle is gonna be, what the new norm is. And it doesn't mean it's a new norm. It yeah. just means I'm silent in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Now, so now I'm wondering, instead of just asking, which I have learned to do that a little bit better. Hey, Keisha, I saw you popped in. You no, know, are you thinking there's something wrong or you just chilling? I have to ask. And heaven forbid when you say something wrong, or if I have, even worse, if I did something wrong, now I go to the, oh, shit, what did I do? <laughs> and so, but remember how I am, right? Because I'm an over-communicator, you don't have to ever guess with me. Right. Not only am I over an over communicator, but I'm a very, um, I'm a very self aware person, um, and so I can check in with myself and be like, okay, you need to talk about this, Kia, because I don't let things fester. I don't allow myself to get upset about things that don't necessarily exist. I ask questions, and I'm gonna talk. 
So there's never a reason to assume. And I'll say this to you every time you make that assumption, I'll be like, babe, there's no need to overthink because I, if I want something or if I think something or what, I'm going to say it. And But because you're an under communicator, it causes you to kind of go into this space of, well, I don't know what that means because she's quiet. <laughs> and, 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 to and here I am just talk, 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 talk. But again, but you also know that I have moments where I don't want to talk. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to deal with people. Sometimes those people include you. So if I get quiet, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But that's the funny thing because you, you will definitely go there. And, and Karen says that. She says, when you're an under communicator, I believe it causes the other partner to overthink. Now, for me, I'm the other partner of the under communicator. And I'm, I don't overthink. I'm just going to ask the question <laughs> or I'm going to say, Hey, this is what I feel because that stresses me out. And I don't like to be stressed out anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to say, what's going on with you? How you feeling? All right. So <laughs> as we, as we transition a little bit, so with go the, ahead, I'm going to get up and get some water. So with the communication thing, because I am, I, um, I, I guess a natural introvert, so when I, when I keep my emotions in, I mean, sometimes I think you're doing the same thing. That's why that's something also leads to that assumption. Now, that's one. Second, when you just don't want to be bothered, bothered with nobody, including me, I'm getting to the point where that's a good thing because I can watch the world I want on TV and I ain't got to worry about you talking. <laughs> Yes, because my ass can talk. Yeah, so I can, I can talk. All right, but I think that was pretty good. All right, so anyway. let's see if anybody has questions or comments or things that they want to add to that conversation. Um, let us know what you thought about the conversation. Cause it's just us two people sharing our business. Yeah, that's it. We just let, let everybody be nosy. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just share our business, put our business out there. Um, so what do you guys think about the conversation? What are your, um, experiences as it relates to sex first intimacy? Um, I want to definitely shout out Karen and Eric. These are first timers doing a live that have commented that I can't recall anyway. I could be wrong, but I've seen, um, them, I've seen them pop in several times. I've seen comment. them pop in in comments. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not sure if they were doing the live. Yeah, I see. I remember. I think I see. Well, yeah. Anyway, radio. either way, we want to thank you all for participating. We want to thank you all for um, your energy and involvement in this evening's conversation. Um, I saw that Keisha popped in. I don't know if she's still here. Dave, thank you for your comments. Oh, we missed a comment. The way she looks at me and the way she smiles speaks volumes. I'll be giving you that look, don't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Eric said he's supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> and Karen said, I believe that the two of you have grown in your relationship and it shows. Yep. And we still together. Yeah. <laughs> still growing. And Misi said, intimacy is important in any healthy relationship. Absolutely. Yes. You know. Yes. And Keisha, 
says, it's great to see an active black couple getting along and willing to share their relationship with us. So, we share a relationship and we even share some of the bad, like some of the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Because we don't want to get on here and seem like we're perfect. Because we're far from perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. We're still going through our growing pains. Our biggest, at least for me, my biggest thing is is to make sure as we grow, we grow together. Mm -hmm. I don't want us to ever grow apart. Right. And actually helping us discussing things in this group helps maintain that 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 path of growth together. Because mm -hmm. actually it helps us talk about it and bring it out. Yeah. So we can hear ourselves and be like, oh, give you that, oh, shit. Oh, damn. For, <laughs> yeah, I need to. Yeah. Uh, get back on track, you know. And as we think of these topics, it, it allows me to be a, a better person, a better partner for you. Mm -hmm. So, for so both of us. for both of us. So this is so this is helping everybody. This is what we this is what we had the platform for an open forum to talk, to, to share our experiences, learn from each other because we're not experts. And and what do we say every time before? We didn't say it tonight. We're not therapists. We're not trying to tell other people how to conduct their relationships. We're just here to share our experiences, both past and currently. And, and hopefully it helps other people. Help, hopefully it, it allows other people to see there are healthy relationships out there. Um, one of the, I have to say, one of the main reasons the group started is because there was so much negativity surrounding you know, healthy black couples. And it's like, that's not true. I know plenty of healthy black couples. I know plenty of them. And I know plenty of great black men out there. And I know plenty of great black women out there. And it takes work. You know, we talked about um, the work that is necessary um, to care for yourself enough so that you can connect with a partner and have a a truly healthy relationship. So um, that's it. Like we just we want to be able to provide the platform, and we want to bring people on as guests again. So if anybody's interested in coming on as a guest, Twyla reached out to me two weeks ago, three weeks ago, said she wanted to talk about have that conversation about bitter women, and we did that last week. Um, that's a good conversation, and that was a great conversation. So. If you guys want to talk about a particular topic and you want to um, come in as a guest, please reach out to us. Let us know. So we're going to end there. We appreciate everybody's comments. I saw your comment, Karen. Karen, I don't remember you commenting on the live, but I said earlier I could be wrong because sometimes I'm drinking wine. <laughs> so I could have forgot. I didn't have any wine left tonight. So, Oh, so we want to... Do some reminders to you all about some posts that we've made. We are officially, for the first time as we approach our one-year anniversary, selling merch. We're excited. We're selling merch, y'all. So, what do we have here, baby? Well, you go there first, thing, and cut the mugs. Turn on the other side, then. Show us on both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's double sided, huh? It's double sided, baby. So, these are great. 
And it's just inside winter season. Good for coffee, cocoa, or signing sign uh, Christmas cards. <laughs> okay, so this this is our pen, um, engraved pen with data from the real on it. As you guys can tell, these are our branding colors, blue and white. And this is one of our favorite new products and merch. I don't know how well you can see it. This is the tote bag. Dope. Can you see it back? Right there. Bam. They affirmed the real tote bag. And we've posted in the group. Um, right now we're doing the holiday bundle all the way up until the end of November. So November 30th, the sale ends. It's $35 for all three. And who we shouting out for being the first to purchase the bundle? Me, Miss Missy. Miss Missy. Missy always supporting us. In fact, Misi has supported me since day one when I started doing Sister Circle okay. here in Dallas. Um, and so, Misi, for being the first one to support us, we're going to throw in a free candle for you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your love, as always. So, for anyone interested in purchasing the items, we will post that information again. I see my friend Joyce has made a comment here. And she said, I know it's helping me. I've been out of the dating game for a long time. My choice. I'm healing and preparing myself for when I'm ready to date. Right on. Right now, I'm dating. My That's what okay. Data Firm The Real is about. Talk your shit. Oh, we love that. Because people think it's just about people that's in relationships. This group is about people who are single, learning to love themselves again, healing, doing the work so they can become the healthiest version of themselves to become mm -hmm. the healthiest version for someone else when they find that partner or meet that partner. I'm going to say find. Um, and so we love that. The person who's dating, just let me figure it out what I, what I like and, and who I want to actually be with. Right. The person that's coupled and the person that's married. So the group is really, really about having healthy relationships with self first. It starts with yourself first. And then you can have those healthy, beautiful connections with, with someone else. And other people, period. Overall. Yeah, giving, giving your partner or your future partner the best version of yourself. This is what we tell each other all the time. You got the best version of me. And I got the best version of you. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you, if we had met five, six years ago, nope. We, would, we wouldn't have made it. Wouldn't have been ready for each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one year would have been one month, mm -hmm. one week, possibly one day. Yeah. So true. So true. You know. Got to recognize those things. Yeah. So this is why, this is why I'm so big on us growing together. Mm-hmm. You know, as you get a better version of yourself tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, I need to have you another better version of myself the day after tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. I need to make... Be better for you as we be better together. So as I'm doing different things to improve myself, you're constantly doing different things to improve yourself. Mm -hmm. Besides, do I really want some other man having a better version than I got of you? Fuck no. <laughs> no, I, we put work into this. Put in work, baby. We put in some work. I don't need no other man having Ooh, your We put in some work. Call it, you call it arrogant or whatever? Nah, and there ain't no yeah. other man getting that. Shit, We no. have put in some work. Okay, last reminder... Um, don't feel pressed, y'all. 
But we want to do this game show, this couples game show. And we're going to do something for the singles too. We want the singles to come and be in the audience, be part of the audience if you'd like. But we want to do a couples game show. And what does that couples game show look like? We'll have three couples. So you need to send your video submission um, with you and your couple on why you should be a part of Data Firm The Reels. Um, what do we call it? I don't think we call it anything, but it's just going to be a couples game to see how well you know your partner. And then we'll have a grand prize winner for the person that knows their partner the best. We saw you, Janelle. So, Janelle, we saw you out, you and Rick's video. You know something? This is, this is impromptu. Let's do a 30 second right now, a 10 second. How would it go? So, this is how your video would go if you're going to submit your video. And Janelle, do we have permission to post you and Rick's video to show people uh, an example? But Marcus and I are going to show an example of what your video submission can look like. Hey, babe. Hey. So, we should enter this contest to be a part of Data Firm The Real's couples game show. I'm with it. What are we going to do? Well, I'm going to see how well you know me. If you really my boo. Oh, I know you. I know all about you. And hey, matter of fact, when we met, I knew all about her because I saw her face. How she was infatuated with me off the rip. <laughs> she, she saw this big belly, beautiful eyes. She's like, oh my God. But that's how I went. I just <laughs> the lies you tell. The truth I perceive. Well, we ain't going to win this game show. <laughs> okay, so that's an example of how you can submit your video. <laughs> your video submission. It's supposed to be fun, creative, because we want to pick the three couples who are going to add some fun and excitement. This is going to be recorded. Okay? It's going to be recorded. So you would have to agree to that because um, we plan to post it in the YouTube uh, video on, on the YouTube page. So submit your video. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun, y'all. We're trying to create activities for the group, but we need y'all to participate. If you don't, don't be pressed because when's the date, the last date? For them to have to submit this? No, uh, we said we said Thanksgiving. Okay, so the last day to submit is just do it by Thanksgiving. If it's not, we're going to cancel it. We'll reschedule it at a later date um, because we want to have the event before Christmas. Should I, should I tell them where the inspiration of the game show come from? You can. So, this is how the inspiration came. Me and Babe, one day we were watching HBO Max, and Steph Curry and his wife had a game show about last night and this canceled it was a great show and it was those celebrity partners well partners and his celebrities and partners were asking questions mm -hmm. and how they was know each other it involved comedy alcohol mm -hmm. and questions that's it well I like alcohol and questions eh. and I like comedy it just happened. Just good folks having a good time. There was no pressure, and we do that every day. Yeah, there's just no surprises with it. So we would have we would have um, either Marcus or I would serve as the bartender to serve all of our contestants and those in our audience. So it's a time to pre Christmas come celebrate, have a good time with Dar. Yeah, if nothing else. Just enjoy, just enjoy, just enjoy the atmosphere, and just oh, have fun. 
We have so much stuff going on in our life. This is sometimes when you get escape. Mm -hmm. And with so much BS in the world, escape in a positive manner. You go around good. You around good people, good folks. So listen, babe. Talk this, to me. This is just a kiss. To say you did a great job tonight. We did a great job. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is intimacy. Well, all right, babe. So. All right, y'all. If nothing else, we will see y'all on the other side. All right. Next week. Well, We're not coming next week. No next week. Next week no is Thanksgiving. No next week, y'all. All right. No next week. Oh, Joyce. Yeah, you coming. I'll see you soon then. And thank you, girlfriend. She sent me some Cigar Chronicle stickers, y'all. That's my friend. She love me. Thank you. Peace.